everyone. I'm Kat Farmer. And I'm Marianne Jones. And this has been There Done That. You've got the podcast where we ask a question and you answer. Who did you answer this week? Wow. Okay. This week, it being divorce month, good old January, we ask you to share your stories of splitting up. Whether you resent your ex or have had an amicable breakup, are you friends or can you not bear to hear their name? So January, as we know, brings a huge spike in online searches for divorce. And I've just read this big report um, in the Sunday Times mag all about divorce and why in this country it's so messy and expensive. And um, actually it goes in, it features this woman who's who's best friends with her ex. And in fact, they live over the road from each other. They go on holiday together. Um, but but you know, they are in a minority. I don't think most of us know anybody Does like it say that, that in the article that it's when they're in the minority? Um, I think it probably does, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great story, positive story, but, yeah, definitely in a mi- minority. While you can get a DIY divorce in Britain for £593, to be precise, the average one um, costs apparently £14,500. And is that each? You, you know the divorce so in the, total yeah to seven thousand i suppose if you're splitting it 50, yeah. 50, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so so 42 percent of uk marriages end in divorce i thought it's higher than that uh i did i thought it was 50 it's, it's apparently 50. that's the stat um and in april 2022 so actually quite recently there was the no fault divorce introduced but that doesn't seem to have made anything that much easier from what I, what I was reading. Uh, no. Is there such a thing as a good divorce? What do you think, Kat? I think there is. I mean, do you know what? I I think that, there, I think uh, this is actually, I've divided this down into two separate elements. Mm. Is there a good divorce as in, you know, sort of like the, the lady in the article, can you have an amicable divorce mm. yes is it easy to get divorced I would love to hear from anybody who's gone do you know what especially after 2022 with this new form which apparently makes it easier okay yeah easier if you're a legal professional for your average person on the street I it, I, it, I, I, I cannot tell you how painfully complex and ridiculous ridiculous this it is to get divorced so you've got this form and you fill that form in you get the form and you fill it in and that's just that's for starters and then there are other forms you have i mean it's form after form after form. they could not the legal powers that be who comes up with this form actually i don't know um they could not make it more difficult in my experience and i just think it's it's it, it i think that adds a layer of complexity and irritation to the majority of people who are getting divorced. And as we've discovered from all the responses that we had, you know, that there, there are there are in fact not that many from the replies that we mm-hmm. had and, and, and from the research that I've done, divorces that are uh, civil, shall we say? I think civil is the word I've yeah. I'd like to use. Civil or amicable, amicable strong. Yeah. I think civil. We had so many responses to this question, and actually, oh god. Thank you for sharing them. They were very, Thank very you. personal, very emotional. And actually, there wasn't a lot of joy in, in, in most of them, unfortunately, was there? No. And, and I, I do think, actually, interestingly, the legal process does have a significant part to play of that. I think, in my experience, 
it's again it's not necessarily the lawyers it's the the form the, these forms and mm. the questions they ask and and the in-depth whatever it might be um that creates a further layer of animosity and a further layer of of just difficulty and division yeah my interestingly and i haven't spoken to other people as well and again having done lots of research on this there's a new form and in fact they mention it in the article don't they yeah um there is a new what do we call them as um uh, enabling tool would you call it that no what would we call them um what for the for the people who are who are trying Feasible to coaches yeah, they're all they're all it's almost like a divorce therapist, isn't it? But yeah. without it being counselling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I um I um we were advised um by, by lawyers to um, before you start the legal process, yeah, to go and see somebody and they're not mediators, I need to point this out, they are not the mediators that, that lots of people think. They are much more qualified um with regards to um helping and enabling the situation, they diffuse the situation. Yeah. I think, you know, what they do is... Take they, the emotion out of the situation sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine described it as the process that she goes through is um, she will put together with you and agree with you both the rules of engagement and the rules of disengagement. Mm. And it just... To having a third party that then is involved and can actually break things down into... Um, sort of, you know, bite-sized chunks that you both can understand and, um, you know, work through rather than hammering shout, you know, shout, you know, it, it just is somebody who will sit there and is almost like um, oh, devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. devil's advocate that will then go, okay, fine, let's talk this through logically. They are the voice of reason. And sometimes, you know, not necessarily in my case or our case, but certainly in lots of people's cases where... I mean, most of the divorces or separations that we that you spoke to us about are tragic. I mean, they're really heartbreaking, and they are, you're coming from a position of already grief, of bitterness, of upset, of betrayal, mm. of grief, um, to then suddenly be confronted by even your five hundred ninety-three pound form. Um, and if there are assets involved, then you are advised to go and see legal representation, which. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's just another layer of thing. I honestly think that to take out and diffuse a situation, I think from the people, the the the, um, the responses that we had, can be nothing but beneficial. It's in my experience, it's not cheap. Yeah. What it will do is it should a save you financially in the long term because you you know you you are encouraged to agree your finance your financial split um, in this in this scenario not between your lawyers you can talk it amongst yourselves as soon as you get to a lawyer it's my lawyer speaks to your lawyer ka-ching 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 yeah and the lawyers are very very um what's what i'm looking for um uh, they have your back and not necessarily they don't i don't think they look necessarily holistically at the no situation. some of them are looking to squeeze the pips out of the other person aren't they because they're looking out for you and not the other person yes rather I, than seeing it as you say holistically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had. I'd say from a lot of the responses, m- money was was an issue, and and lawyers were an issue. Um, one listener said he insisted lawyers would cost far too much, and we could sort the finances out ourselves. I naively went along with it. Now retirement is looming; it's a different scenario. 
I fear it's going to cost me a lot of money. I really don't have to pursue it. He's got a great pension with a lump sum payment at the end of service. I ended up being a stay-at-home mum for much of the time. And of course, it gets to a point where financially things aren't equal. And that's that was a that was a recurring yeah. theme, wasn't it? This I stayed at home to look after the, the kids when things are tallied up in the end, I lost out. Not only I suppose financially, but you know, personally, career wise, um, you know, those those years a lot of our what listeners lost, said were are lost. Well it's lost it's lost it's lost earning it's lost it's lost, you know, it's lost loss of earning potential yeah. but it's also loss of you know of, of career experience and fulfillment you know? yeah well I think the fulfillment thing is really interesting isn't it um it's it, I don't struggle to to no I can empathize with it but I can't really understand it because for me the, the staying at home with the kids thing was right from the beginning was I this isn't happening. I'm dying. No, 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 no. I I can't do this. I mean, to the point that I had a nervous breakdown. I could. Yeah. I so couldn't, couldn't do it. But a lot of women do want to that. And I think you know you do agree. As in my experience from other people I know, you agree as a couple that that's that's what we'll do. Are you know even if the husband isn't necessarily the bigger breadwinner, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's an anthropological you know it's an anthropological answer that people women will generally stay at home with the kids and, and then we'll go out of work. Now, I don't think that's going to be the case going forward. I think, no, I don't I think either. most of our daughters have sort of looked at it and thought, sod that for a game of soldiers. Yeah. And they are, you know, and I think women now work for very different reasons than they did 30, 40 years ago. Well, there is still a huge childcare thing right now in, in, in Britain, particularly where the cost of it is so, so expensive that sometimes even if you both have good jobs one of you um still doesn't earn enough to to justify the outlay of 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 childcare you know that if you once you've paid for a nanny you you might as well be at home and that inevitably I worked for for nothing for for years because I would you know inevitably is the woman it's inevitably the woman it's very 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 I can't think I cannot think Anyone who I can think of someone who stayed at home who's a bloke. Yeah. I'll tell you after. We know we know one person. All right. And did and did that work out? Yes, well yeah. Okay. Okay. Well maybe one then. Yeah. But But it's more rare. Yeah. Oh no, actually I know three. Just off the top of my head now I know three. You do know someone else in there. Oh all right. I'll tell you after. All right. But yeah, no, it can work. Yeah. But it is unusual. For yeah. sure, it's unusual, and I think, and I think the problem is now as well the way our legal system is structured. And again, I found this article interesting because they were bringing up things that, in my experience, having spent the last number of months, you know, understanding how divorce works, and from two very good friends of mine who've gone through the process as well, what they've said in that article didn't really stack up to me. So, you know, yes, there is division of assets 50-50. But then as a woman, if you, so you will get maintenance for your child, but if you are, you are then expected to go and work and support yourself. Mm. There's no, you know, spousal maintenance is is not as common as it was. It's until you've got up on your feet, you're expected 
to go out yeah. and work and get yeah. a job. And I think what the law doesn't take into consideration is the fact that, hang on a minute, I've worked for 15 years. I've been years. out of the workplace, yeah. I'm not skilled the, up, I'm not, you know, even absolutely. confidence comes into it. Totally. Everything. I mean, you put the question out there, Kat, didn't you? You asked about resentment. Do you yeah. resent um, your, your ex? And this answer was a typical one. As I say, we had so many, but there were kind of very common themes. And she says, his life didn't change, whereas mine did. I had the kids. I had to build up a career again with no help. The only thing that changed for him was where he went home to at night. Um, Thank God it was no longer with me. So consequently, he's now further ahead in life financially and in his personal life whereas I'm only just getting my head above water, and that is 10 years on. And that sort of answer was, wasn't was unusual, no, was it? That response? Not at all. And I think it also makes a difference from what people have said about the age, the age of your children. Mm. I also think when it came to the resentment, um, it's very much the uh situation or the circumstances around the separation around the divorce yeah because there were i mean we did have we we had hoped perhaps naively that it would be a little bit more balanced hadn't we i think out of all of them and we had oh hundreds so many literally there may have been one or two positive ones where they're okay about it and but most of them are actually quite upsetting at that you know some like you know time has gone and it still hasn't got got much better which what I surely is isn't right is it well I think what when you say it's not right what do you mean well as in like a lot of it's financial a lot of it is is the cost of of doing it Surely that needs to be addressed at, at some point. Well, I think the financial aspect is very difficult to address, isn't it, with regards to financial going forward, because it's it's the whole you know there is it, it came in a couple of years ago. Although there's just been a case this year actually, which again there's been a, there's been another test case. But it was Waggett versus Waggett, which was about the uh, a clean break law, whereas she wanted uh, she wanted she, she wanted to be entitled to his future earnings. And the court said, absolutely, no, a clean break's a clean break. Uh, you need to go out and work. And the fact that he earns five times as much as you and he gets a holiday. And, and this this is not what the judge said. I'm paraphrasing now with yeah, regards yeah. To, to, to other situations. He can holiday in Barbados. He can holiday in wherever. And, you know, you're going to a rail in a caravan. Um, that's life. And that's, you know, that's that's what, what the judge said. And I think that is... If you went into a marriage and you spent 15 years, you know, 20 years looking after you know, theoretically, his children as well, and you're now telling, I have helped you build your career, mm. and I now... That's now no longer an argument. That is no, that, not my personal experience, but in 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 other cases that I know of, um, no, it's not. You know, you are expected, get back up, get out there, and yeah, sorry about that. And I think, but then of course, there's the 50-50 law, which again has come in, so you have 50 of the assets and the pension and everything. It's just, the, I think the crux of the matter is, Maz, is that it's never, it's never, or very, 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 very rarely, is it easy. And I think I know, what I'm I found, beginning to see. But what I found, I, I what really not upset me, but what I found, I, it did upset me actually. I think I just found it really, 
really sad is that yes it is so difficult I don't know it is difficult but it seems to be there is all this but it's it was the resentment and then the lack of acceptance and there were three or four there were a couple more that Mm. said I have I've accepted it it's not fair it wasn't fair um he is in a better position but I'm no longer with him he is no longer the man I married and that acceptance and that you know life is too short there are a couple of people that just said life is too short I need to move on if I dwell on it it's going to ruin my life forever I want the chance to be happy and those women that are really really happy are the ones that have said he was an absolute asshole yeah an absolute utter asshole but I'm no longer with him he's no longer with him. I didn't realize I'm happy without him I now realize I'm happy without him and I've moved on yeah and I think it this is where it comes back to I think a form of I, I do think I wish there were more resources with regards to coaching I won't even call it therapy it's almost like coaching to help women see that yes it's unfair and you know what you can rail about it you can moan about it which of course understandably they will totally understandably what does it serve it's not going to change I suppose though that that you know I, I do understand the bitterness because for for somebody who has sacrificed a lot a lot of the years into the into the child rearing I, th- I think Everybody here seems to have had kids, and I think oh, that yeah. puts it on a completely different level, doesn't it? And that makes a kind of amicable split a lot more difficult, I think. Um, a lot of the the, the um, contributions that we got were he's moved on mm. and I haven't. And in this, can I just say that we are actually just talking about um, from 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 the. The, the, the messages of the, that we had, these are, you know, sort of, I'm not going to say sort of quite easy splits, but yeah, I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. He's had an affair. He's an absolute arsehole. Nearly always, always, always he had an affair, by the way. I think that is an overwhelming. But this is the typical, this is the typical um, sort of answer that we've got. I resent that he's living the dream, mm. working hard, dressed head to toe, in designer gear, nice car, home, Takes our girls out, buys them anything they want. Um, I was left to sort out my life while he just pissed off all over the country working. No school run drama, no counselling works, you know, to fit in when the kids were ill, no parenting to speak of. And that that was sort of mm. the, the common resentment theme. Mm. That along with, you know, you know money. Yeah, financially, he yeah. is now much better off than I am. Well, and financially, no, here's one. I have no money to employ solicitor. I'm trying to do it myself. Oh, God. Um, I just want to be divorced and moved on, but I fear I will not be able to afford a divorce. I mean, it's that, and it's bad, isn't it? It's really bad. And I, I, you know, and that, I, I just find it ironic. I would love to know who in this country is responsible for making it so complicated and what Mm. and the thing I find as I said to you earlier you know whether you are somebody who earns 300 million pounds or whether you earn 30p it's the same Mm. process it's the same form you have to go through the same channels it just seems bizarre yeah it just seems weird I mean I actually think you should that divorce should come with a 10-year sorry marriage from the 10-year break clause you should be able to say after 10 years okay fine let's reassess let's sit down if you want, no questions answered, 
I'll say no, you say no, you know, that's it. Mm. That's that's it, we can go. And so just and the no fault divorce, interestingly, means that you don't have you no longer have to wait the two years for if someone says I don't want to get divorced, I can't remember what it was, but it's not made it any easier anyway. It's a big the fact that they said it's gonna be easier is just a big It doesn't seem to have been bollocks. the case, does it? No. We had a couple of ones who it was it was a bit more more positive. I separated last January. He moved out, but I'd felt we'd felt separated for a while. While I'm very sad for the kids, I am genuinely fine and not heartbroken. And um, and then one um, woman says, "I honestly don't get it. I left my husband after 27 amazing years together." Not because I wanted to or because he'd done anything specifically awful, but because I just knew it was time to let each other go. And that's rare, isn't it? It was ridiculously painful uh, and has caused me, um, caused me for the past four years, agonising guilt. But he's finally moving on. And if anything, I'm scared he won't be around in the future as he's been part of my family since we were 14. Um, which I think that, that is unusual. And yeah. actually, interestingly, I think, Maz, I can, I can understand the resentment and the bitterness when it wasn't, you know, from from all so many that we had, you know, it, yeah. was, it was, it was, it wasn't an amicable. Okay, let's let's, you know, my my life's going one way, your life's going another mm. way. There was something, you know, that was forced. You know, there was betrayal, and I think betrayal, it's betrayal, yeah, betrayal, lies. It's very easy mm. to turn around and say, well, it, it, in her, you know. In, in everybody else's defence, it's very easy for someone to say, I don't get it, when it's a mutual decision. Yeah. What would you like to see brought in to make divorce, if you're going to go through it, easier and, and, and painless? I don't, I don't understand. Genuinely don't understand. And I know every single law will be going, well, of course, it has to be legal. Why it has to be such a convoluted legal process? Why? Because, again, it comes back to, it comes back to what I said. Italy, I don't, this might sound really naive, but I, when, you, when you got married, did you realise it was a legal contract? If you think about it. I mean, I've never really thought about it up until now, until it was important. I suppose I didn't stop to think about that yet. No, you of course you it don't. was um, like a, a, just a commitment you make to each other. Yeah. But of course, it's much more than that. It's isn't much it? more than that. Yeah. And I think no one realises, and I'm not saying that people should be aware of how difficult it is to get divorced when you get married, because of course, then you're in, you know, no one's in, oh, I don't get divorced. So I don't think it's that. I just think there should almost be, um, I'm trying to think, I'm sure you can do it in some other areas, of, you know, of, of law in inverted commas, um, in that, you know, you should be able to sit down with somebody and say, look, if I agree and you agree, can we just sign this? Well, that's called a prenup, isn't it? Well, I, I, but I think you should be able to do that post-nup. Mm. From what but I can prenups see, usually only happen when there's a wealth involved. Well, in a lot of cases, from from what I can see and from what I've done and from you know this article in the Times and yeah. from all the people that we've spoken to and you speak to other people, yeah. you know, sort of other other people I know um, who again would deal with you know separating women couples. Lawyers make it lawyers and the law. I'm quite keen to point out that it's not all lawyers not the because people. they are just yeah, doing yeah, their yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think their job is enabled by an ass of a law. Um, I just think that in this country, I don't. I, I I just cannot comprehend why why it's so complicated. And I know they'll say it was to protect people. Okay, but people aren't being protected by it. They're being ruined by it. Mm. Really, really ruined by it. And I. 
you know, if you can amicably agree the finances and you can sit down around a table and say, well, I agree that and you agree that, can we not just, but no, there is all this, and you know, I've been sent things and you read it, you're like, okay, I'm not a stupid person. What does this mean? And they'll yeah. say, oh, it means that. It's like, well, why doesn't it say that? What, that doesn't, it, that, it, what, it, it, I don't know. I just think it's, I just think there are people, the only people right now who are making, uh, you know, a lot of money out of divorce are lawyers. And I just think yeah. they're, they're not fleecing people because they are doing what the law says they need to do. But I mean, the level of frustration is enormous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And thank you for all for, for all your contribution because it was a we did feel that frustration but way. I yeah, but I also think as well I not that they're taking advantage of vulnerable people but I think you know there are women who as we've seen from what we've had and bear in mind some of these are five six seven t- ten years I know, old that's are what still I get over but they're still broken one imagine, of them is 18 years on but imagine what it was like at the time when they're trying to extricate themselves from it and everything is so raw I just think there needs to be another profession another layer of professionals that you know that, that can be between embedded. you and lawyer yeah between yeah. you and the lawyer and between you even yeah. get to the lawyer if there is somebody that says do you know what we can work all this out amongst ourselves we can sit down and the other reason i would say going back to the divorce circling back mass oh okay circle yeah. back cat hate me now i hate myself a million percent that. yeah i and another <laughs> th- what another thing that i think going back to not only do these um and they are new you know these you know divorce not enablers. Um, I'm going to find a good name know, for them. There was a, in that article, there was a piece divorce, and, and, and I thought, God, you are clever setting that up. It yeah. was like a, and the, because there are hardly any of them. Well, divorce, I mean, were, were the, was the coaching, the practical yeah. coaching yes. through it. And I think they take, they, but they do, what they do do is unlike mediators, they can, and unlike mediators and unlike therapists, they can be emotional. They can talk yeah. you through it and they can encourage you and they can give you advice and they can suggest things. Whereas, uh, you know, and they can be properly handholding. And I think, you know, be really, really functional and practical, but emotionally useful as well. Um, and I think what that does, as well as, you know, making the financial terms easier to and less expensive when you eventually do go, you know, do go down the legal route, I think it also sets the tone for the relationship that you'll have with your ex for forever. Mm. And I think had people been, not made to do this, but I think had that happened, mm. I think, you know, women's, I, I, I don't, I would like to think that they may take some of the bitterness that yeah. is heartbreaking. Yeah. You know what, that's how I describe it. Yeah, Because absolutely. I honestly think that, you know, that until you have come to terms with it and have had that acceptance, I think it's really difficult for women to move on. And actually, I think that's the same, whether it comes from, you know, I mean, I had it when my, my you know, when my parents got divorced, when my dad, you know, I had, I learned that acceptance, you know, when the first person to break your heart to your dad, that's an acceptance at a very young age, you know, that life isn't all roses and things mm-hmm. might yeah. not be the way you want to do. And life's not fair. Mm-hmm. Just what I learned. That's the lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. Life is not fair. And it's hard if you've never had to come to terms with that. Yeah. Maybe what we should ask, actually, on a on a more positive note, is what you think could or should be done to make this process easier. That's such because a because that would question. be useful, wouldn't it? Such a great question, and actually, I think it would help other people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can do Tell another one that. on that. Yeah, we'll do yes. that on a more positive note because. Um, can you write that down? Because I won't yeah, I will that. write it down straight away. Right. Okay, it is a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for listening to Being There, Done That. You've got the podcast.
I, from a really personal perspective, I cannot say how much I and we really, really appreciate, 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 we really, really appreciate you sharing these incredibly personal experiences with us. Absolutely. Now, do follow us on Insta at, at Got the Podcast. Meanwhile, have a great week and we will see you on Thursday. For cheery one. Oh yes, it's cheery. <laughs> it's, it's very cheery. Bye. Bye.